Hi everyone, it's Dr. Kamari Valentine here, clinical psychologist. Hello from a very, very wet and stormy Dunedin. I have been planning this podcast for so long and it is imperfect, but rather than spending too long trying to work out how to make it better, I thought I'd better record it, especially as there's been a break in my podcasts. So what I want to do in today's podcast is uh, share some of the story that I have been going through and the unexpected lessons that I've had about self-care with regard to nutrition and associated factors. I have five lessons that I'd like to share and in brief those are about how self-care requires determination. That uh, number two, that it actually requires um, looking out for ourselves or in my case that I discovered that I really needed to doggedly focus on what I needed. Number three, the focus can be very tiny and small actions give us momentum. And this is related to my just a minute concept that I'll tell you more about. Number four, community, accountability and support are important. And number five, preparation is key. So let me set the scene by taking you back to March 2022 when my daughter was approximately three months old and I was looking at some of the materials I created approximately seven years ago, psychological resources, um, meditations, uh, handouts and so on. And those meditations I recorded when I was pregnant with my youngest son, and these are available, as many of you know, on Spotify, iTunes, uh, YouTube, and more. These resources are essentially around mindfulness, the business about being present in the here and now, dropping judgment. And in the context of thinking about those resources and thinking about my constant philosophy about very brief interventions being useful, I became aware that I used the phrase just a minute a lot of the time. Okay, so I have four kids now and I often say just a minute. This is a phrase I typically use as a throwaway line and I use it when I'm saying, hey, um, I need a bit more time or I need breathing space or I'll get to that, but not quite now. And I thought that this was a phrase that had lots of potential. Because here's the thing. Just a minute, a literal minute, can change lives. I saw this extremely powerfully when I had the privilege of working in acute mental health. And typically, I was working with clients who were at their absolute crisis point. People who were hospitalized because of safety concerns. And people who had typically hit rock bottom, in their own words. I 
absolutely loved working in this area. And this is where I started groups. And I did that because I realized people really wanted resources and to maximize my part-time hours, the effective way to deliver information was in a group. What I discovered was that small actions matter. Okay, So the act of learning diaphragmatic breathing, a seemingly small action, can have massive consequences because in that minute or few seconds of breathing diaphragmatically, we are calming our nervous system. We are getting away from a state of fight, flight, freeze, flop, fawn to make it complete, into a state of rest and digestion. And that physical state is associated with a shift mentally. Different things are possible, other capabilities are available to us compared to when we're in that state of fight, flight, freeze. So over this past year, initially I started posting about just a minute actions that I did that were about mindful connection. And these evolved together with a second experience I had in May. So I was sitting in bed with sore knees and My knees were really starting to hurt every night and worse when the weather changed. So this this might seem really naive, but I thought um, that when people said, oh, I have a pain in my knees and I I think it's the weather's changing. I thought that was just something people said, but it turns out that it's true. So one night when feeding my daughter, I came across Bridget Foliaki Davis, who is a New Zealand chef living in Australia, and she focuses on an anti-inflammation diet with a gut healing protocol. These are topics that I am tremendously interested in and I care deeply about. At that point in my life, while this was something I was interested in theoretically, it hadn't translated to to my own day-to-day diet. Okay, so I thought at that moment, well, what do I have to lose? Um, The pain in my knees is pretty bad. Um, I'm considering taking anti-inflammatory medications. So with great tiredness and trepidation, I started. I focused on one meal at a time and in fact, sometimes one ingredient at a time because some of the ingredients I used uh, were not familiar to me. So very small actions. The story that I want to share about kind of making a point about um, self-care and looking out for myself is about when I had three of the kids, and we had gone on a road trip. Um, I'd taken the kids on a road trip by myself because my husband was was away. And we came home late uh, back to Dunedin, and I wanted to make scrambled eggs. Um, that was something that was nutritious, uh, non-processed. And to make this meal, 
while um, helping one child with their Lego, while feeding the baby who needed constant feeding and caring at that point, required about an hour's worth of work. And I realized in that moment that that focusing on something we need requires tremendous determination. It requires a commitment to us. So a simple action like making scrambled eggs can sometimes be so much work. And doing that rather than giving up requires an underlying belief that, well, in this case, that my need for nutrition was worth it. It was worth that investment and that dogged determination. Okay, Making scrambled eggs is quite a small thing, right, in the bigger scheme of things. But these small actions give momentum. And this isn't the best example of preparation. But knowing what I'm going to eat is one way that I try and um, and keep that self-care going and certainly is one of Bridget's catchphrases. Okay, so Bridget has a ton of recipes. My life has changed tremendously uh, for the better since being part of Bridget's community. And this is my next point about having that accountability and support. When we're looking at self-care, when we're looking at making these changes, that accountability and support is so vital. I'm now 25 kg down and I hesitate to say that because I don't want to send a message about a focus on weight. I simply say that because that is a, a useful marker. It is not the most important thing. I think for me, one of the important things using this um, way of eating has been to uncover those beliefs that sit underneath nutrition. Right? And for me personally, the benefit uh, for me physically has been um, greater energy and a sense of strength. The pain in my knees is gone and I get it back when my eating goes off course. So being able to focus, being able to do what I love, being able to start this podcast has been because of eating this way and the underlying beliefs that have supported this. So I was hesitant in recording this because I am still learning and figuring things out. I'm still learning to spot the hijacks to my system of eating and to tune into my body and notice what it's trying to tell me. Okay, it's when it's trying to say, hey, that hasn't agreed with you, or um, I need more rest, or today is a day for scrambled eggs and eating in this way. So I I hesitated because I felt that I hadn't reached the end goal, whatever that end goal is. But I want to share with you, um, with genuineness, where I am and the the journey that I am still on, and some of the things that I'm discovering along the way. And if you haven't heard me talk about deep self-care, what I'm talking about there are the kind of beliefs that underpin the actions we do. Okay, So allowing ourselves to make it easy, believing that we're deserving of care, believing that what we do will make a difference. Okay, so 
that's what I mean by deep self-care. Those those underlying attitudes that are nourishing of us. Okay, so um, on that note, I'm just having a wee read of my notes to make sure that I... Um, Maybe I will end by talking about how this relates back to just a minute. So hopefully you've seen that it's it's about those small actions that might take just a minute that make a difference, but also just a minute of changing our mindset, right? For just a minute, dropping anchor and being present and connecting with our breath and connecting with our body. Set a timer for a literal minute and notice how that is. And this wee practice of just a minute has the potential to really change how your life is. And so I would like to invite you to try this practice. Um, If you would like um, some ideas. I regularly post on my Facebook page the cards that I have with which have just a minute ideas. These cards are mindfulness inspired and relate to connecting with parts of ourself, affirmations, specific techniques that have been useful in my almost two decades of practice, connecting with our bodies, because that is something that is easy to lose sight of. I'm just trying to remember my my fifth type of card. Oh, it's classical mindfulness. These cards are in the minority because sometimes when people practice very intellectual mindfulness, they lose contact with a compassionate internal sense of self. So I feel like there's a whole lot there that could be unpacked and I'm very happy to do so. Please let me know what you think and what you would like me to unpack. Um, I'm typically on Facebook. I'm Dr. Kamari NZ. It was really lovely being back on the podcast. And talk to you soon. Take care.